Hello and welcome. You are listening to the Ecom Sales Tax Podcast. In this podcast, our number one goal is to ease your mind of all the stress that sales tax can bring to you as an e-commerce seller. Our episodes contain the questions that have been posed to us by business owners and other individuals doing business in various states in the U.S., and we will help clear up the confusing, contradicting information you might find online and give you a clear path forward. Hello and welcome to the Ecom Sales Tax Podcast. I've got Dan Peisner and Jason Parr on with me today. How are you guys doing? Hey, doing great. Well. Thanks. So recently we got uh, some new news from, from California. I know a lot of people have been anxious to see what, what California is going to do. And I'll let you guys kind of explain what's going on. Excellent. Yeah. Everything's always changing, right? One of the things we say at Pfizer Johnson most recently is uh, Wayfair happened. <laughs> so what's next? Fact is, Wayfair is now over a year old at the end of June. And the Wayfair decision became a year old. And um, the question is still out there. What do I do next? As we mentioned before, you really have to look at state by state. What is my nexus footprint? And what is the taxability of what I sell, products or services? How does that impact me? What do I do? And so as new information comes out or new programs are established, it's really important to understand what that means for you. And it affects the, the question, what do I do next? And, and a lot of people have really struggled with what to do next in California. I have Nexus. What I sell is taxable. I received letters in the past letting me know that I had an obligation. Uh, maybe I ignored those. Maybe I actually followed through and, and became registered. Maybe I've tried to ignore it. Whatever the case may be, we always take a look at each state and try to understand what uh, we can do to help you become compliant, mitigating actual dollars out of your own pocket that uh, include penalty and interest in most cases. And so this is very interesting and intriguing in what California is doing and this new opportunity on understanding what do you do next now that uh, you have this, this uh, new program or this letter that came out. So Dan, I'm, I'm kind of butchering what's actually occurred in California. So could you just give us some feedback on what's going on? What is California doing and what does this mean for people who uh, conduct business in California? Certainly, Jason. To turn the clock back a little bit, this, this all sprang from the, uh, there, there was a point last year at which the treasurer of California, newly elected treasurer Fiona Ma, had published a, uh, basically published a letter saying that talking about the, the, the essential unfairness of, of sales taxes, uh, of uh, going back to these marketplace sellers that had been selling goods on Amazon and having them pay back all the, these back years of tax, which is even before Wayfair, the presence of inventory in the state of California gave most sellers that re- or just about every seller using FBA nexus within California. So the state was the state was going by its own law and and requiring people to collect sales tax. And for those that didn't, they they use their typical look back of seven to eight years plus interest, and they would typically waive the penalty if you worked with them and complied. 
And then right around the end of the year, California followed in the the footsteps of Massachusetts and actually subpoenaed Amazon for their entire list of everybody that had inventory in the state within the year 2017 and quickly began sending letters out to all of them, uh, letting them know that they they had information, that they had a nexus to the state and giving them a questionnaire to fill out. So a number of sellers were, were getting very, were understandably very upset and some lobbying began and, and uh, all these, these efforts were made. And then what this ultimately has culminated in is, is it seems that the legislature has tacked on a new program to, the, to another law. And what it essentially does is, is kind of extends the normal VDA protections to sellers that fit this, this unique mold that they're their only contact with the state is through the an online marketplace. So if you've got inventory in the state, it works for this program. But you you can't have any other kind of physical presence with the state. You cannot have registered with the state prior to January 1st, 2018. Sorry, December, I believe it's December 1st, 2018. And you cannot have filed any sales or use tax returns with the state prior to that. If you meet these criteria, then you can apply for this program. You would have to file back returns and pay back sales tax and interest back to April of 2016. Penalties will be waived, but you still have to pay the tax and interest. Uh, they, they won't look back past April of 2016. So rather than paying the normal seven to eight years, you only pay the, the three. And then the other catch is that you have to be you have to complete this within the next 90 days from the, from the passage of the law. However, they did put a provision in that if you need an installment program, if you can't pay it all at once, they, they do give room for, to enter into one and, and I, they put a deadline in there that, for which installment payments have to be finished by. So there is some room to maneuver. However, it is a, it is a limited time program. It's by law, it's only offered once. This is something that's statutory. This is not something that's within that the the department's offering out of its own discretion. It's unclear as to whether they would have discretion to offer it again. And it's it, it seems to be the result that that is born out of this lobbying of what happened in the wake of these letters uh, from to all the Amazon sellers. And it it certainly it beats. It's, it's much better than the, the seven to eight years that a lot of sellers were looking at. But we know a lot of sellers were, were hoping for some kind of a, a prom, uh, some kind of a, a floated amnesty that they would be just registering pay taxes going forward. Uh, obviously, that is not what this program is about. And it's unclear as to whether that's ever going to be something that California would entertain. Wow. So it's not perfectly simple. <laughs> Uh, there's a lot of qualifications, and it's not amnesty, but it could be of great value for someone who is an Amazon seller who clearly had inventory in California prior to April of 2016, who was conducting business uh, in the state as an FBA seller. The, uh, the waiver of penalty definitely helps. It's so really it, it is very similar to a voluntary disclosure agreement that you could make with the state of California. It's just in this case, typically a, a VDA would not be allowable 
if the state had contacted you first. So these letters that went out would typically void you from being able to participate in that program. And again, you, you might have a responsibility going back to the first time you had inventory pass through California as an FBA seller. So as I listened to what you said, if you're an FBA seller who had inventory in California prior to April of 2016, if you chose not to register and did not register prior to December 1 of 2018, this program is for you. And it, it makes sense that you just talk through this and allow us to have a, a brief call. We consistently encourage, just please give us a call and, and let's chat about your individual situation. This will create some, not quite a frenzy, but it will create some activity with people trying to become compliant with the least out-of-pocket expense to do so. This provides an opportunity for people who have, who are avoiding registering or just kind of putting their head in the sand, which is not smart to do with California. As indicated, they will enforce their law that's on the books. And this program isn't one to be expected to just consistently come out to try and get additional activity. They're really trying to provide an opportunity to help people come forward, get compliant, and, and really have a limited look back and get the, the waiver of the penalty. So this could be a good opportunity. So we just encourage you to reach out, chat with us. Well, let's talk about what's next for you as it relates to California, but also as it relates to other states. What's your situation? Let us walk through that and uh, make some recommendations to you. It doesn't cost you anything to, to have a discovery call and really try to understand what the next step should be for you. A lot of peace of mind can come from understanding each state, their programs, their requirements, and how you can become compliant and do so in the most cost-effective way going forward. So grateful to have a chance to chat with you. This is big news from California. I hope that it'll benefit a lot of companies out there, especially FBA sellers who do business in California. I don't want to cut Dan off on anything else he might have to say. So uh, Dan, do you have any parting comments? Yeah, I would say anybody that's been that, that's gotten a letter or, or maybe even hasn't gotten a letter, if you've been kind of holding on, waiting to see, even if you've only got a couple of years worth of exposure in California and, and you had inventory after April of 16, if you're just looking for a way to get compliant at this point, this program can still work for you. Obviously, you won't get the limited look back because it, it won't well, it won't be of, of benefit to you because you're you'd be if you've only got a couple of years, you're you're paying the same either way but it could get, get you a way to expedite a penalty waiver. And then also for anybody that, that got the letter registered after December 1st of 18 and said, all right, I'm going to, you know, they got me, I'm going to come clean and paid and filed back returns beyond April of 2016. Those folks will also want to reach out to us. We're, we're still waiting to see what the department's position is going to be and whether those that would otherwise qualify for the program but have already, they got the letter and, and did what they, they needed to do if, uh, if they can come in under this program and perhaps if there would be some kind of a refund. Now, oh, that, great point. Uh, great point, Dan. I want to emphasize that, that, only, that that's only a, even a possibility if you registered on or after December 1st of 2018. If you're one of the people that got caught in there earlier uh, when they were using investigative databases and you got a letter sometime in January of 18 and you paid up, uh, 
there's there's been no indication that that, that would work under this program. It, it wouldn't qualify at all. So unfortunately, those are kind of be the, I think those are the ones that get are kind of going to be the hurt the most of all by this because they they uh, they got found early on uh, before any of this started. They came into compliance and, and they, they probably did get some penalty waiver, but they, they would have paid a, a pretty high number of years worth of back tax. And then the, the e-commerce sellers are, are able to get, are able to finally get this program, but it has a very, because of its limitations, they, they won't get the benefits. So it's, it's not everything that we would have hoped for, but it's, it, it is still out there for some. Well, it seems fair that you would, still be able to get the benefits if you're in the same exact scenario, but you chose a different tack to get compliant and manage that. But nobody here or elsewhere is indicating that California is fair uh, in, in its treatment in these types of situations. But that is something that we would hope, but we would always give the disclaimer. We make no guarantees podcast that, that that could happen for you. But I think that's uh, a valuable point, Dan, that, there should be some relief for uh, those who are in the same situation, but handled it differently based on California's demands at the time. So California still continues to be a uh, complex or complicated situation for FBA sellers, especially. And we, we definitely hope to give some peace of mind. would love to hear from you. So thanks again, Ryan, for uh, that question and that announcement. And uh, Dan, for your time as well, and especially uh, your expertise in understanding and, and navigating how this works for e-commerce sellers. My pleasure. All right. Yeah, thank you guys uh, so much. I think this will give some good peace of mind to a lot of people. And if you're looking to see if you qualify for this program or you want to take advantage of this program, uh, you can find our contact information down below. And we'll talk to you guys next week. See you later. Take it easy. You've reached the end of another episode of the Ecom Sales Tax Podcast. If you have any additional questions about today's episode or you just need some help, you can find my contact information down below. Connect with us at SalesTax or OnlineSellers.com. And don't forget to find us on Facebook. We post new content every week.